Mr. Anderson, here we are back at the home studio for episode season two, episode two, which is technically episode 21. Yeah, we've put in 21 episodes. We have. This has been a, a long, crazy journey. Um, a lot of work. What what uh, what time of day is it right now, my friend? It is 9.19 p.m. on Thursday evening, and there isn't anywhere I'd rather be than right here in the studio, oh. hanging with my friend John. That's sweet, and, man. And, uh, Yeah. I well, appreciate that. I wish I smelled a little better. I just got done with soccer. <laughs> Coming practice, from soccer but... practice, I coached soccer practice too tonight. Did you? Uh, it was our first practice tonight. It was it was fantastic. We, uh, yeah, getting getting started with the uh, first and second grade lightning bolts. Cool. We are yeah. the Barracudas, Ooh, and nice. we're gonna play the heart song every time before games. Very cool. Oh, you have an, you have an entry song. Oh yeah, oh, we do. I'm I'm wow. trying to get the parents to buy a smoke machine. I think we could really do this up. Make it make it a show. I might make get leather show. pants. Who knows? Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be like whole rock and roll. Easy easy there, John. Um, <laughs> So, week's going well. Got a bit of a story for you. I haven't told you this. You have not. You said you had uh, so, an intriguing story for I, us. Well, I don't know about intriguing, but uh, so my, it's 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 fairly well known that my dad is a bit of a local Davy Crockett. Big Dan Anderson, he's been shot, stabbed, broke his back, re- wrestling a horse, you know, orphaned at the age of 13 on Christmas Eve. I mean, the guy's been, you know, cut on more than a Sunday roast. I mean, he, he's got more stories than, than I've ever forgotten. And so, you know, we might get to uh, some of those stories, like the great uh, Meyer, Cascade Meyer shoplifter uh, apprehension in the street parking lot. Anyways, we'll get to that story. But there's anyways, a whole anthology of Big Dan There's stories. a whole anthology. If you are an alumni and you're listening and you had me, you probably heard a Big Dan story, and they're all true. Um, I just in, talked about him this, in my class today, Brad. Yeah, I'm not kidding you. So I talked about him not, in class today. So other people are talking about Big Dan yes. in their classes. So Big Dan... He's been planning this trip to Alaska to go hunting. Every year he goes somewhere. He goes to like Wyoming or some some very rugged, faraway place. But it's always escapable in the sense that you're going there, you're driving in, you can drive out. Well, this time around, he went to Kotzebue, Alaska. And then he flew 120 miles north into the Mount Baird Range Tundra region, which is like the most remote place on earth to follow the caribou herd keep in mind the man is 70 years old that is that's crazy that's He's, like some dances with wolves yes stuff right he there. went with his, his 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 hunting buddy and then and then three other hunting buddies from wyoming anyhow they flew in they were there for a week he did get a caribou i'm sorry if you're a non-hunter but that's that's big dan he's he's a very uh you know sporting he's a sportsman um but he took a caribou and they're out there in the middle of nowhere they get flown in okay and they have a satellite phone. Well, he was supposed to leave out of the camp two days ago. They tried to fly in, and it is too foggy, and the conditions are not conducive for flying a plane into the mountain range. So the plane had to turn back. They tried yesterday. They tried three times. No Big Dan coming out of the tundra. Today went again once more so my dad has has been stuck in the tundra with dwindling fuel dwindling water and and food he's about five almost four days going on five days past when he was supposed to leave he's already missed his planes back back home anyhow the man's favorite show is alone you ever seen this show Uh, i've heard of it it's a survival survival. show anyhow he's having his own personal like I assume Semi-own. he's out there building lean-tos somehow, I, even though it's a tundra and I, there's not a lot of building materials. I know what he's doing. He's surviving. He's, he's improvising, just, adapting, and overcoming. He's eating caribou that steaks. Doesn't, that doesn't uh, comfort my mom, who's waiting for him to get home. Mm-hmm. But uh, 
you know, certainly it's going to be another grand tale in the, in the litany of tales of, of the big Dan Anderson story. So we don't know. We hope that they get out today. He Not has sure. a certain gravitas. Like there's something about him that just draws stories in like the, the boat nearly capsizing with you guys. And he was in that, right? He was piloting that boat when you're on your fishing trip. He was piloting the boat where we almost capsized Gets on the Detroit river, Arctic tundra. He's probably riding a grizzly bear right now. I, who knows? I mean, and, the, and, here's the, and here's the deal, John, there are grizzly bears there. Yeah. There's legit grizzly bears. Like before he left, he was telling me about his like high grade, bear spray because somebody asked him are you taking a you know pistol and he's like are you kidding me you got to hit him you got to hit him in the head with a pistol with uh you know if they're coming after you he goes the bear spray is the way to go because you just spray in their direction anyhow um i'll keep you posted uh, I so hope you do. I'm, I'm 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 not worried i'm concerned at this point because i know he's surviving right. and uh you know he'll he'll catch fish and eat caribou if he needs to but my god he's stuck He's stuck in the Arctic. My dad's stuck in the Arctic. Your dad is stuck in and the if, Arctic. And if they aren't able to extract him, they have to call the Coast Guard and do a rescue mission. Man, he'll probably, like, he gets to ride on a ship, too. I, I, that's <laughs> definitely going to happen. You know, they're going to pull up, and he's going to be there, like, wearing an eye patch for some ungodly reason. We I have know. no idea what's happening. I know. He's so. fine, but he just looks like Tom Hanks from Castaway. Yeah. <laughs> with no volleyball. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. Oh, so, man. anyhow, that's, that's where my mind's been a little bit. So, uh, anyhow... John, thank you for humor, humoring me. I thought that would be of general interest to the to the people of Four Stills, especially my alumni and family and friends who know Big Dan Anderson. If you ever get a chance to meet him, he is quite a hoot. So, anyhow, um, school updates. How's how's school going? Uh, yearbook. You How's know, your book shaping up? School's been really good. So the first few weeks of school, as you know, are always kind of awkward because it's great to get back into the classroom. Honestly, you know, people kind of like, oh, summer's over. Are you ready to get back to work? And we get to a point where we really are ready to get back in the classroom. We love what we do. But it's awkward for the first couple of weeks because there's no routine. And you're learning each other's names and, and, you know, building that rapport and all that kind of stuff. You don't, it's not, it's not as comfortable as it gets later on, but we're starting to hit that stride now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I would agree with you. We start the age of empires project tomorrow, our outdoor unit. And right now I've just been like hammering the kids and and, they, and I think I'm coming on a little strong as far as like just, and that's the way I, I, I usually do it. But you're right. There's like a weird, they don't know me yet. I don't know them. I'm trying to learn all their names and, and people forget like, so this is your 16th year teaching, right? I think, 15th or 16th. I think I'm starting my 15th. Either way, 15 years, 150 students a year, plus the kids you coach teams, what mm -hmm. have you. Um, and if you have a two, a one semester class that, which I even, do because I have seniors, there's even more. So, I mean, it's like at some point you're putting six gallons into a five gallon bucket with your, with names. I mean, there's only, I'm approaching four, I'll be 40 in two weeks and I'm trying to add these names to the cachet yeah. of names that I know. We were just discussing this with, uh, I was, I was standing down in the main, the, the back entrance from the student parking lot. Everybody knows if they come into this building, that's where Jeff Manders and Steve LeBenz and now, uh, Ann Keller and Kelly Potts all hang out right there. Yes. And they all stand outside and they greet kids. And Kelly was, uh, she wasn't bragging, but someone was bragging on her behalf that she knows every kid's name already. And she's got like every kid down perfectly. La-di-da. And Steve LeBenz <laughs> and I are like, good for you. Yeah. You know how many kids we've had go through our doors? Yeah. I see kids in the community and I'm, I'm, I'm no Sarah Scobell. Sarah Scobell was ridiculous with that stuff. She'd be like, oh yeah, you graduated in 1997. I had you second semester, you fourth hour. Oh, I know. She, yeah, I remember your project. Trapped. It was right. amazing. See, I'll, I'll see me, people and I'll be like, I know you. Uh, yeah, but I, I never don't, forget is, a face. From I school? never forget a face. But there's, you know, I had a guy stop me in Myers, and he goes, Brad Anderson. And I'm like, 
Hey, <laughs> hey, and, you, and hey, I buddy. Thought, but you know, but I had had him ten years ago, and it was in a class that I had. Then I, then his name came to me eventually as we stood there, and I was like, oh yeah, but yeah, it's it at some point it gets difficult. Yep, it does. But like I, you I'll said, be the first to admit. I rarely for, I don't really forget faces. I'll see somebody if they will if they don't do that thing like you don't remember me. If they actually give me some clues, I usually remember like oh okay I do I know I had you I, yeah. either English eleven or English twelve yeah. right take yeah, it yeah, take I it easy that. on us veteran teachers. I can say we're veterans right we're veterans. So. I think at this point you know what we're gonna go with the term master teachers. I feel like <laughs> I think that's a Marzano thing. I don't uh, know. Oh, that's a, I don't know. Yeah right. That's oof, yeah, woo, you're going with the Marzano. I did. So uh, for those educators out there, anyhow. Um, so school updates. Um, th- next week we have something exciting, the tug of war, uh, Ranger challenge. It's a tradition here at FHC. Didn't get to have it last year, get to have it this year. It's going to be out in the stadium. Um, each class competes. So the seniors go against the, it's seated. So the seniors against the freshmen, the sophomores against the juniors, sophomores have upended the juniors before. I don't think it's going to happen this year. Uh, but, um, then the, the winning team gets to take on the staff tug team. John's a, a, a proud member of the staff tug team. Been doing that for I a few am. years. Uh, Ken George is our team captain. Um, yeah, it, it's great. Ken put out this really cool email that meant to look like a... Um, it looks like a hiring memo from HR. Yes. It, yeah, asking amazing. for tug team members. Pay grade one, job length, two minutes per year. <laughs> Except, exceptionally proficient in holding onto a rope and pulling. <laughs> That's awesome. I think he's got a, a future in HR. Maybe if he decides to move out of the classroom, you know, he could he could be our new uh, HR person. Yeah, thank you to Ken George for putting together the staff tug team. And two years ago, he actually uh, had shirts waiting for us on the Friday of the uh, uh, of the Ranger Challenge, and we all wore those proudly to victory. Yes, we did to victory, and we got a great picture. And you can go to fhchomecoming.com and go to the tug of war page and check out that that photo um that is a crowning achievement of our of our staff so that's coming up next week we will have court voting homecoming court voting at the high school and we'll announce the court at that same assembly we will also announce our theme days you can check that out on the on the website as well each day has a theme so for instance you know monday is pajama day and friday is always spirit day and then there's a there's i think a couple you know new days mixed in and the in the student council does a really a great job of balancing things that kids can actually do like hey today is pink out day so everybody or, yeah grout fit yeah grout which fit. i needed clarification back in the day yeah back in the day was. but now That's i'm a, a gray grout. outfit I... but you know back a couple of times they've done things where you're like huh how do you dress up as a meme you know and that yes that one was a difficult one i don't think i did that day i and i i, I know a lot of memes because i spend too much time yeah, on instagram you're but very good at following like you are very good at the theme days. Some of the days I'm just like, I'm not doing that. But Spirit Day, Pajama Day, those are... I, I, Everybody loves If you can wear some day. sweatpants, I, I'm wearing some sweatpants. So that's what's going on. We have Improv Central coming up, which is always a great time. Students pour a lot of time and energy into the, their improvisational skills. Yep. I know so, one of the kids, I don't know the entire team yet this year, but I know that Abby Berlin is on the improv team. She's one of my editors for the yearbook this year, so... That's pretty cool. She's uh, they were going. Yeah, she was leaving Abby right Berlin from school fantastic. to to an improv practice. So that's that's fantastic. It's um, funny you wouldn't think her like improv is really putting yourself out there and like you know throwing caution to the wind and being extremely extroverted and just going for it. Abby's usually pretty quiet in class. I find yes. like she's very quiet and focused. She's quiet and focused, but that is so great that she's doing improv. So for sure, Abby Berlin, you go, girl. You do. Um, so homecoming is also coming coming up, and you've been hearing us talk about homecoming since. This whole thing was founded, and now we're finally coming to that week. It's it's September 20th through the 25th, 
and we have a, a, a definitive schedule. The schedule coming out, it is uh, the Ranger Rumble is going to be the high school and the middle school combined. At the Ranger Rumble, we have a pumpkin pie eating contest. We introduce the senior athletes. We introduce the football team. Uh, one of the captains gives a team talk to the crowd, a pump-up speech to the crowd. The band plays, uh, the pom team dances, the cheer team cheers. We do a This Is Ranger Country chant. It is um, incredible. And we got the map. We'll be putting it up soon. So... That's yeah. the Ranger Rumble right there on my That's yearbook website. That's the Ranger website. Rumble right there. We yes. had a picture taken with a drone that year. I don't remember who did it, but it's an amazing picture. And I can't wait to get that again, have all those people together, you know, outdoors and, yeah, and those, safe, but still. Those drone shots were awesome. They so, really were. Homecoming, yeah, it's going to be amazing. So Ranger Rumble, and then that night is Powder Puff, the Powder Puff game, fiercest game in the Midwest, juniors versus seniors. After that is the Bonfire, where we'll, we will have the dramatic reading of the uh, 12th man speech, and the football team will get introduced. We try to, and the, and the, uh, the fifth, uh, the drum line they play that I, I tell you what when the fire's burning and the and the football team's on the on the flatbed and the drum line is playing I mean it is that is a primitive vibe right there that's going right to the bones and into the soul <laughs> I mean if you aren't ready to to be a ranger and and fight for ranger country after that night I don't know I don't know what to tell you but that's Monday night that kicks off the week uh, Thursday is our huge assembly with the lip syncs uh, the banners are presented there's um there's uh, the floats are due that day. And then the next day is the, the parade uh, at five o'clock. The tailgate is from four till seven. And this all happens behind Ranger Stadium. Um, if you want to check out the parade route, you can go to FHCHomecoming.com and go to the parade tab. And then, of course, the game. The game is what we all come for. Uh, hopefully get to beat up on the Greenville Yellow Jackets at 7 p.m. Crowning at halftime of the court, royalty, queen, and king. And then the next day, we're having an outdoor dance, and we're still finalizing that, uh, and tickets will be on sale uh, leading up to that week. And that next day, of course, is the 25th of September, right? And, that's... and the next day is the 25th of September. Yep. That's a great lead-in, John. Mm -hmm. And you are now registered for the Cascade Heritage Day. I sure am. I officially got on there, Brad. I got to uh, www.cascadeheritageday.com, and as did several of my friends, I think, at this point. And I registered. I couldn't register for the 5K. I actually would have done that. I'm not much of a runner, but since it's a hometown thing, I would have. But I have a soccer game that morning. No, no, no. I, I understand. And, and I've come to realize like that day is a sticky day, even though there's not like great MSU, U of M and Notre Dame football games. I mean, there's a few, but there's a lot going on for parents and I understand, but uh, we're getting some numbers rolling in on the, on the, uh, on the 5k, the, the cornhole tournament, we're getting some teams roll in and, and we still have two weeks left to register. I think that night is going to be a hit. Oh yeah. The, I the think tent, the, the beer tent with the, the live music, I'm sure people are going to come out in droves. Parents, their kids are going to be at the homecoming dance. Yes. And they need to find a babysitter and they need to come out. Actually, you can bring your kids. You can bring your kids. Right. It's, it's You don't need a babysitter. Friendly. Yes. It's 70s, 80s, and 90s music. There's a beer tent. Um, we're serving Thornapple River Brewing Company. And there's going to be food, um, right? Food and, snacks. And schmoes. And... There's going to be food. Um, there's going to be root beer for the kiddos. Uh, during the day, there's a kids festival. I mean, it's your classic like Oktoberfest, Harvest Festival, fall hometown event. And you know, you watch the news. I don't watch the news anymore, but if if you pay attention to the news, America, so divided as a country right now, we're not even going to get into it. Here's something we can all agree upon that is outdoors, for the most part, very safe, right? Because we're right. outdoors, um, and there is a a, a 1970s, 80s. Uh, in 90s band and there everybody local, knows that music local beer yeah everybody knows that music local breweries and there's food trucks and um you know the fire station's going to be there with the fire guys uh the, the firefighters and uh there's going to be a lot of kids and parents running around it, i can't 
I can't tell you, John, how much this day means to me. It helps that I'm turning 40 the night before, and that's kind of like I'm considering that my 40th birthday party where I'm going to celebrate it. Right. And I could think of no better place to celebrate it. That's so. amazing. So what are we looking for? Do you know people-wise what we're hoping to get out well, there in I mean, this crowd? Today, today we talked about it in our final committee meeting, and it's like the stage is set. We have the tokens. You can pre-order tokens at CascadeHeritageDay.com. But what would a um, good turnout be? Are we talking like 2,000 people? Well, Beers at the Bridge gets 2,000 people. So we want to beat Beers at the Bridge. Well, Beers at the Bridge started off with a couple hundred. True. I was there at the very first Beers at the Bridge, and I'd say there's probably, don't quote me on this, maybe 250 to 50 people, or 250 to 300 people, maybe. Second time, 500. Third time, 1,000. Then now it's up to 2,000. All I mean, right, people. I, I've got something for you. Right now, I will declare it on the air for both Brad and I. He doesn't know this, but if we can beat Beers on the Bridge at this very first, this inaugural Cascade Heritage Day, Next year, Brad and I will wear later hosen to to this event because it's an Oktoberfest, and why not? Done. Yes, absolutely. I have later hosen. If we get two thousand people have, to come out, I have. We will wear later hosen to next year's event. I have. I'll play cornhole in my later hosen. I have later hosen. I bought in Germany. I have the blue check shirt. I have the I have the socks. The whole nine yards. Do you have a little green hat. I've worn it. Goes I do not have the green hat. Oh. I wore, but I, if if need be, I will get one. John, <laughs> I really appreciate that challenge you laid down, and I accept. All right. And uh, Ranger Country, help us out here. And um, Man, we'll teach all day the day before in our later hose, and I don't care. Give, e give easy, us 2,000 people. Easy there, John. Oh, 2,000 <laughs> people would be wonderful. Um, so, yeah, that's what's going on. There's a lot of great things, and we encourage those of you to sign up. Okay, so on to Hometown Heroes. I've got a good one for you here, John, and feel free to, uh, uh, to plug in where necessary. Our Hometown Heroes this week is a team. It's the volleyball team, the varsity volleyball team. Absolutely. I am – so impressed with our varsity volleyball team right now. Um, the coaching staff, um, it's, it's, uh, it's pulling it up right I now. I am. I'm we pulling up the to, roster. Yeah, you're pulling up the roster right now. So the, um, the volleyball team is currently 19-2. and two. They're ranked third in the state, second in some polls. Second, yeah, I was going to say they're second Second now. in some polls. In a lot of polls. They have wins over Caledonia, Wayland. Uh, Grand Rapids Christian, Livonia Churchill, Catholic Central, Northville, uh, North Muskegon, Granville, West Ottawa, um, and 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 they they put they took Hudsonville to the wire. Hudsonville's the number one ranked team in the state. Last week they just won the Queen of the Hills. Uh, they beat Forest Hills Northern. They beat Forest Hills Eastern. Um, so these girls, these ladies, are off to um, an incredible, incredible start. Um, Coach Natalie. FHC uh, class of 99 uh, graduate. She's an alumni, comes back, coaches her team. They're ranked third, second and third in the state. How cool is that? Kevin Zaschek, daughter's a, a junior on the team. He's watched these uh, young ladies grow up, and he's been going to the summer tournaments with them, and he ran, ran the summer strength and conditioning. I mean, the volleyball team's a family affair. True. It's it's a it's a little cultish, but that's okay. I mean, <laughs> not in a bad way. No, no, no. Well, not like soccer. Don't tell him I said or, that. You know, no, yeah, you're right. Every sport's a little bit like that. I mean, yeah, there's, you, well, a, there's you, a group of people. If you want to be it. good, if you want to be good at something, you've got to stick together. You've got to push yourself. And 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 I love what these these volleyball players. They, I have a whole new crew of them in class as students. I've had a few of them last year, like Grace Hudkins, who I, I hope my children grow up to be like Grace Hudkins. Um, but I can that tell is high them, praise. I, I can tell these young ladies um, have a standard of excellence academically, uh, socially, and then on the court. Um, leader uh, kills Connor 157, Dunn 155, Shields 118, assists Zaschek 
233. Uh, Rolsma, uh, 176. Aces, Westlow has 39 aces. Diggs, Dunn, 138. Shields, 125. Westlow, 125. Blocks, Connor has 77. Yeah, they're 19 and 2. And then um, here's the thing that actually warms my heart, John. And this is, um, I was going to have them as hometown heroes regardless, but today was the cherry on the cake. They did a grounds cleanup. Oh, really? Tomorrow's the, the tomorrow is the, um, the, uh, the, it's the community tailgate, not to be confused with the homecoming tailgate. The right. community tailgate um, is tomorrow. And Coach Zaschek and Coach Natalie um, brought the team out, gave them trash bags, and they cleaned up the stadium, swept the rocks, cleaned the wrappers. We had a little bit of help from the uh, cross-country team. My girls came up. We helped out as well. And uh, just trying to prep uh, the, the grounds. And the, and the whole varsity volley team, volleyball team was out there for an hour tonight after their practice cleaning the grounds that's amazing that shows some like not just commitment to your sport but commitment to your school and your community as well and I, while we're talking about this I, I definitely need to give a shout out to Brooklyn Connor she I had her in yearbook last year as a junior and she was a good kid she wasn't like the top student in the class by any means but she came into this year expecting to be the editor-in-chief because she was a returning senior and I, I told her that I wasn't 100% sure that she was going to get it I needed to see some evidence that she deserved it and this week she got it because she has been nothing but like top shelf. It's been great. I know she's also doing the senior video, I, may, wow. maybe along with a few other people. But you know, she's you doing want that something for, to get done. You ask a busy person. Yeah. And so you know, volleyball. She's, she's got volleyball. Editor. She's got FX. Wow. She's she's doing the senior video and she's the editor, head lead editor. She's number one. Abby Berlin is our number two in charge. Uh, Brooklyn is number one. Wow. So. Hey, volleyball team, keep it up. Ranger Country is very proud of you. Um, I number two in to- most polls. <laughs> yes, exactly. Soon to be number one, and keep working hard, and uh, look forward to watching your ladies' uh, postseason success. I heard. Now, this is you know, I'm not trying to make excuses for them or anything, but I heard that game against Hudsonville was there was some mitigating circumstances. They had been playing all day in extreme heat in a gym. It, the heat index may have been illegally high in there, uh, and then after playing several other games, they faced off against Hudsonville, and they were just. They were dead, man. They were dead. Well, let's get them on a fresh. My wife teaches in Hudsonville. We want to rematch. That's what I I think I'm saying. Rematch. Rematch against the Eagles for sure. So keep it up, ladies. Um, Giving a staff shout-out. I want to follow up. Last week we we briefly mentioned Angie Sloan. Uh, She's a bus driver in the district. Angie is an incredible person. She's the uh, bus driver trainer. And they made it through that really tough logistical – I mean, we're still in it. I know that we're short, some buses, but – these bus drivers have been just working their tails off, coming and going. Angie's leading the charge. Um, and she wanted to talk about um, a little bit about herself. I wanted to have an opportunity because I basically told everybody, you know, she's a great bus driver. My kids love her. She's the first face we see. She's so accommodating. But um, she wanted us to note that her, her husband wants her to retire and go on the road with him because they own their own trucking business. Oh, wow. Uh, but just can't give up driving because she loves the kids. Uh, the kids make her day every day. She loves their stories and think they're hilarious. And before COVID, she would always go, uh, she'd carry on conversations with them. Since COVID and the mask wearing, it's hard to understand what they're saying, but she still tries to listen <laughs> as best she can. And uh, hopefully she can start doing the uh, coloring contests again during the holidays. I, I know my, my, my girls love it. She loves seeing all the pictures they draw and she gives away little prizes, $5 gift cards to Culver's. I mean, and uh, she, she says that she truly loves her job. I mean, who wouldn't, want their you know and angie sloan and the others like her picking up your child in the morning and i know that there's some various things about like a lot of people in forest hills drive your kids drive their kids and for very good reasons i understand but 
or just if logistics. If you're going to get case. your kid on the bus, you want to put it on. You want to put them on Angie Sloan's bus. She's a great person, and uh, you know I, we appreciate you here in, in Ranger Country, and hope that we your husband doesn't get his way for a few more years until my my girls are through the system. True so. story. Yeah, another shout out just in general to the bus drivers because as I'm sure most of the community members know right now, there are several bus routes that have been canceled and that sort of thing, and that's mostly due to the fact that we just don't have enough bus drivers. That it's 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 a special well, job. You got to be willing to have really flexible hours. You have to be willing to. Like, uh, like kids. Yeah, you got to work, work with, with kids. kids. It's like it's almost like teaching in that you have to have great classroom management skills, but right. dis- you know, um, but it's more difficult because you only get to see them twice a day, and there's just you know a lot of people retired uh, during COVID, and, sure. and there's just not a lot of people in the workforce right now, and so it is hard. And so everybody who is still sitting in those seats and driving those buses and moving those kids safely from home to school. They are our hometown heroes, no doubt. They are yeah. they are absolutely essential. We couldn't do anything that we do here without those people getting the kids through the doors. Right. Yeah, they're 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 doing the hard work and uh, appreciate you. Appreciate you bus drivers. Absolutely. Um, two weeks in a row. And uh, next week we plan on featuring featuring some some of our teachers and some of our uh, paraprofessional staff, so tune in and if you have somebody that you want uh, to be uh, recognized Email us at banderson at fhps.net or jo fisher at fhps.net. We would love to hear from you. Um, John, football game last week. Yes, I wasn't there, but I heard. Oh, man. man I got the update right afterwards. So uh, I was in the broadcast booth. Uh, Serena Thede, uh, junior student, joined me. Mr. LeBenz joined me. Um, it was a crazy, crazy game. If you're a high school football fan, it doesn't get any better. That's what Belcito. Um, I saw. I saw Belcito up at Big Star Lake. He was running in the five k last okay. weekend, and I ran into him, and he he said it may have been the greatest high school football game that he's ever witnessed. Which I, that there is. Yeah, a, he's a little younger than us. Well, but. there there's a great possibility only because we're down fourteen to zero going into I think the second quarter was it? Uh, we climb back. We tie it up going into the half. We get the then we finally we get the lead. Then it becomes a shootout. It's like back and forth. Whoever's ahead at the end, and I even said it like whoever's at the end here is going to win. And with 50 seconds left, uh, Justin Osterhouse lobs it up. Not lobs it up. I mean it was a nice high rope uh, into the hands of Connor Milton, who just by the way just committed to uh, Fair State today. Congratulations, oh, nice. Connor Milton. All right. Yeah, he's going to be a bulldog. My dad played football uh, for the Bulldogs. Anyhow, uh, Connor Milton. Catches it, 50 seconds left. We go up by, uh, was it three or four? I can't remember, but we go up by three uh, or four. It was just phenomenal. There was a touchdown er- that, that was scored earlier um, by uh, Jacob Bonnet. Got a monster block from Benny Scholler just as he ran in. I mean, it was just, it was an absolutely incredible. I heard that the, the crowd was electric. The atmosphere oh was gosh. just on fire. They were playing jump around. House of Pain jump around in between the, in the breaks. Parents were dancing in the stands. The student section was amazing. The band was on point. Um, everything. I mean, we had a college game day beforehand. Which I've heard was a really, really cool. I, and that the, needs to happen as much as they can do. I know. That. The guys were fantastic. Um, you know, Thomas Cobb and Joe Murdoch and Pearson Van Gorp. And um, who was the final per- who, uh, Pearson Van Gorp? Who else joined me there? Tate Greer. And so these were uh, four guys with FHC Sports Report. It was awesome. I, John, it was just it was everything you want out of a, a high school football game, except at the end with, you know, 30-some seconds left. Uh, 
no coverage on Nasir Carson, their their number one receiver. He's wide open, scores, puts Grand Blank uh, Bobcats up, and and we didn't get the win. But you know what? It was a phenomenal game, and uh, it, it a lot proved, of on-field on heroics. It proved that our team can hang with a great team because Grand Blank is is a respectable team. That's not an easy team. No, they're no cupcakes. No, ranked sixth in, in one poll, thirteenth in, in another. Right, and, and we were. I mean, that's a. That's one, you know, blown coverage or one, you know, shift somewhere in the defense away yeah. from a victory against it, them. It, it, that's how know, the game works. At the end but... of the day, they're 17 and 18 year old young men, right? And they're doing the best that they can. They just come off what they thought, and we all thought was the game-winning touchdown. Um, you know, it just goes to show you the game's not over until the last second ticks off the clock. True. So, you know, very proud of our guys. Absolutely. Um, I mean, I mean, there, there's just some monster games, and, and and all over the place. I mean, Osterhaus had a great game. Um, you know, Benny Scholler had a lot of blocks and great re- receptions. Uh, Jacob Bonnet played out of his mind. Will Richardson uh, on the line was was phenomenal. Um, you know, Jack McNamara, Chase Robinson. I mean, like I said, um, Connor Milton. It, it was an it was a great game, and I look forward to this next one. We play Northview this Friday at home at the FHC tailgate and hope to get back in the win column and, For and sure. uh, you know, start that uh, sweep through the okay white. You know, this is a great group of guys. I think that they, most of them would tell you, I think if you talk to them, they would tell you that they are a team. They are a family. They win together. They lose together. They, they, you know, they carry each other, you yeah. know, it's a pretty, it's a pretty good kind, group. I've got of, several of them in class and I like them. Kind but. of an all American little aside here. I was walking out. I was one of the last guys out of the stadium, Jeff Manders, um, and his crew, Ian Stewart and, and uh, Ryan Fitzgerald and a few others uh, were able to live stream the game. So we were live streaming. So we were getting the equipment out of the stadium and I had my girls with me and they were the last ones walking out and I see JT Hartman walking out and you know, this kid's a, you know, he's a, you know, you know, a freight train of a kid and he comes walking out, he's got his eye black and he's, you know, kind of sweat and sweating and walks out and Chase Robinson is in his pickup truck just waiting there right where you come out near the yellow gate. And I you know, kind of gave JT a, a pat on the back. Hey, keep it up, man. And Robinson was sitting there car revving and he wanted, he just wanted to wait until JT got there. And he looked out the window and he pointed at him. He's like, Hey man, great job tonight. Great job. And, and Hartman just kind of gave him a little, little nod. And I was like, these kids are so incredible. Like the, the kids that we teach every day. I mean, Robinson's a junior Hartman's a sophomore. He didn't have to sit there. I mean, it's Friday night. He could have pulled out, but right. he wanted to wait for JT to walk up to be like, Hey man, great work tonight. Yeah. And I thought, man, these, these kids really do care about each other. They it's, seem like they're friends. Like yeah, some years it's just, a, I actually, you know, I've talked to teams before that they're really talented teams, but there are a lot of just talented individuals. Yeah. But if you've got that cohesion, that's it, that's almost more important. If you've got talent and cohesion, which our guys do, yeah, it's going to be a good year. We we've got a great football team. We got great coaches. They're just and and the coaches are just good people. They're just they're good people. If if I had a son, um, I'd want them to be on the FHC Ranger football team. I really hey, would. One of your girls after all this soccer, they might be able to make it as a kicker. <laughs> hey, you never know. You never know. You never know. Um, you never know. Could be a first. I could see Zada um, doing it. Yeah, she uh, could throw a block yeah. if she needs oh, to. Oh, she could throw a block. I oh my no gosh. doubt about that. Um, anyhow, so uh, just talking a little bit about uh, you know football. Check out fhcsportsreport.com. Soccer got a win the other day against Greenville. They're on the field uh, tonight. I, I drove by the game tonight, so gonna have to get an update on on that game. They didn't Cross just win against Greenville. They stomped Gron- Granville, or, uh, uh, Greenville. Uh, Greenville six to nothing, right? Yeah, they I mean, stomped they Greenville really six beat to them nothing. Up. Yeah, exactly. So there's a lot going on. Um, you know, 
uh, tennis, soccer, cross country, did other team pictures and I came by them. So things are going well. Things are off to a great start for, for fall sports. Um, Skylar Tierney, uh, third place finish, uh, paves the way for uh, girls varsity golf at, at OK White Jamboree. So congrats to, to her at the uh, OK White Jamboree, third place. Fantastic. Yeah, that's pretty There's good. There's a lot of kids at those. And uh, looking forward to a cross country update. We have a lot of great cross country runners. But, um, John, I we were looking at something before we got on that I wanted to bring up. We're looking at the analytics before we got on here. Oh yeah. And would you get that map up? So for those of you that don't know, John and I always kind of just for fun, we always take a look at the analytics and we take a look at the numbers. We won't bore you with, you know, the number of downloads, but by the way, thank you to those of you that have been tuning in because I think our listeners audience is very loyal and consistent and we have a good number to we tune in. Have, we have but a great it, but number. It was where they're tuning in. John, yeah, it, there, regale me. So where we're tuning in. And this I is use an RSS feed to track where our downloads are taking place. It's just part of like having a podcast. You have to have an RSS feed in order to get it out there. And this particular one has a world map, and it shows where every download has taken place. And I showed Brad before we started. I was like, hey, have I ever told you that we've got some really obscure, interesting downloads? There's... There are there's somebody in Costa Rica on the the southern coast of Costa Rica or uh, so hello to Costa Rica yeah thank hey, you for tuning in hey Central America thank you for listening to this is Ranger Country okay that's our only like close to the southern that's, hemisphere that's but the, that's our equatorial download and obviously you look at the the United States we've got we've we have we almost have almost every, every state we have almost every state covered somebody we're missing the Dakotas man we need somebody yeah, in North Dakotas and South Dakota empty, Minnesota. Montana. Somebody downloaded our podcast in the, um, yeah. isn't that in the... In Nowhere, Montana. No offense no, to Montana. No, Whitefish. Whitefish, Montana, near Columbia Falls and Flathead National Forest in Glacier National Park. Uh, go over. We have listeners in near Seattle. And then Detroit almost has as many downloads as Grand Rapids. Yeah, it's... I mean, you would think that most of our listeners would probably be right around the Grand Rapids area. We probably have some alumnus that listen to yeah, you know us. Yeah, for sure. But there's a lot in Detroit. And speaking of alumni, if you are alumni, we want to hear from you. B. Anderson at FHPS.net. J.O. Fisher at FHPS.net. We want to hear from you. We would love to shout you out and say, hey, you know, hello to so-and-so listening from Savannah, Georgia. Oh, my God. Yeah, or Charleston. Atlanta. We have a strong listenership in Atlanta. Go over to Europe. Kingsport. Yeah, who Kingsport, would have thought? Tennessee. Let's jump across the pond for a second. Yeah, this one, this one to me is astounding. Whoops! You what like the? the? I just turned the, the map compass rose is all messed up here. We got <laughs> listeners in New Orleans. Hopefully, you're all doing well and safe in New Orleans. You're getting your power back on. Okay, zoom in, zoom in up there. For those of you that haven't tuned out yet and are intrigued by this, we have a very consistent, loyal listenership in brussels belgium brussels yeah the multiple 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 downloads there uh more sure so than like, like bots i mean maybe but why yeah. there's more <laughs> downloads in brussels than there are in kalamazoo, in kalamazoo. <laughs> we've got some we're, we've got some international Frankfurt, appeal germany um go to dublin we dublin have a ireland listenership in dublin so if you're in dublin maybe they know that both of us have some Ranger irish country please reach out oh my gosh send us an audio clip of you saying hey and we will put it on um yeah anybody anybody that's international somebody's in denmark somebody downloaded our podcast in denmark so something is not rotten in the state of denmark is that what i'm to understand in holbeck 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 denmark it's right on the isles i'm so intrigued i'm so intrigued by this so anyways not only am i a map nerd 
But then when you start talking about like people who have listened to us across the country, and again, if it's bots, congratulations. You got hey, you know what? You made me happy. I'm not sure why there'd be a bot in Frankfurt downloading our podcast one time. One time. We got to so. get some listeners in uh, Lithuania, Latvia, Poland. I actually know some people in Poland and in Russia. So. Yeah. All right. So we're going to start reaching out. But John, <laughs> so fascinating. Um, we have almost every state. Yes. someone has tuned in. We've got a, a few on the East Coast that we're missing. Yeah, if you're in Vermont and you are, <laughs> we watch, tune in. Like, tune in from Vermont. We, we have, have somebody, New York. Wait, wait, wait. We got New York, New we Jersey, got, Philadelphia. We, we have, no, no, go in. Where is that New York? Uh, I can't get any closer this than is that. This just but. an absolute hoot. We have somebody in Yonkers tuning in. We have somebody, like, near Manhattan. So, anyhow, yeah. John, thank Random. you for, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm glad I'm you enjoyed that. ear to ear. And we have, like, Kansas City is tuned in. What's the big one in Florida? Look at that. There's oh, there's a huge. Uh, that could be spring break destinations, too. Who True. knows? But it's right around Orlando, so that would make sense. Yeah, that's spring break. Now, look over there near uh, Largo. See, that's, okay. Heck, you might have gone to one of these places it and downloaded the podcast. It wasn't me because I was in St. Pete's, and there's nobody in St. Pete's. Anyhow. Um, pretty cool. Yeah. Thanks so. for listening to us. If you're and not that we don't love the people who are in the state of Michigan, but if you're out of state or if you are out of the country, uh, man, shoot us an email just, just to say, Hey, cause we are, we're fascinated. I am very fascinated. So that, that takes up most of our time tonight. We're going to have to get back to the, to the Ranger recommendations, but truth be told, if, uh, we need some recommendations for Ranger recommendations because we've kind of exhausted the whole bakery, brewery, sandwich shop. Uh, you know, whole circuit. We so still we haven't some... hit the Nighthawk. We still got I know do we talked know... about it, but we got to get so down there. So here's an idea. I'm going to say this out loud on air. We need to do like a best of 28th Street because I'm going to tell you right now, uh, if you're on 28th Street, God love you, but I avoid 28th Street like the plague. I don't, I do not go on to 28th Street just because I've lived here my whole life. It's so busy. Yeah, I, I, it if is. If I get stopped at a red light for more than like two minutes, I, I start to, you know, have an eye twitch. So you drop down to 36th or Dude, to I'm I am Beltline every or... possible back road. I will I will come out of Myers, go through the Good, Goodwill parking lot around Gordon Food oh, Service. Oh, yeah, I do that too. Through through you know, Walmart, the Walmart parking lot and... and come out there just to avoid sitting at the light of 28th Street and craft. Indeed, like I just yeah, I take the back way home, 36th Street to Thornapple. So I adhere to the idea of I would rather be driving a longer distance Amen, than brother. sitting. Amen, John. This is why we're such good friends. Um. So why don't we do that? Like best of 28th street next best week. Best of 28th street. Okay. So, so like the best of 28th street. I can think of a couple places that I, that I love. It's just, man, going down 28th street to me is just, and then two, if I, some people would be like, Oh, I was at Chick-fil-A. You know how many times I go that far down 28th street? Never. I've never been to Chick-fil-A. I, well, I probably never will. It's too busy. Like, I might as well Among be going to the things. Himalayas, you know, to go to the mall. I don't know. So anyhow, I, I, I truly stick to Ranger Country. I truly stick to it. I know you do too. So anyhow, John, this has been an absolute pleasure. It is now 10 o'clock at night. Uh, we've oh got my a big, gosh, it's 10 o'clock at night. I think we, we kind of have found that, that, uh, that spot of no return where we're like... Yeah, we might be wandering astray. We're getting a little yeah, loopy at this so point. Anyhow, John, been an absolute pleasure. Tomorrow's the tailgate. 
We hope you tune in. Next week, we'll get back to, uh, we'll have a new staff spotlight. We will have more hometown heroes. We'll have some Ranger recommendations. Well, we got to get some Street, interviews in here for and sure. get some interviews in. So it's been tough because not many people want to come in at 9 o'clock at night. So Why? Yeah, why what not else is on there a Thursday to do? night? Yeah, what could possible else, else could you possibly do? Anyhow, I got three things for you. Use good judgment. If you have to stop and think whether it's right or wrong, it's probably wrong, and nothing good happens after midnight. And people, you know I want you to go out there and be the change that you want to see in the world, and I want you to go into our community, and I want you to assume positive intentions from your fellow Rangers and, frankly, everybody else. Good night, Rangers. Have a good one. We'll see you again soon.